Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the fourth season of the Journey Hub. And today we have some amazing guests joining us. We have Cynthia Rubino, the founder of Citrine Consultancy, professor of advertising marketing communication program at Sheridan College, and also the founder of amazing initiative, The Hiring the Future. And this time we decided to change the concept and we have three students who joined us today who have a chance to ask some questions and join us for a chat. So thank you so much everyone for joining. We also have our amazing co-host here. I forgot to mention Shriya Srivastava uh, who will have a chance to ask some questions and participate in conversation too. So thank you so much everyone. We are happy to be back. And yes, let's start with some introductions. Okay, um, I'll go first. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi everyone, I, I'm Parvaz, or you can call me Mark as I put it on my resume. Um, technically, I'm not a student, I'm a recent graduate. I did a diploma in business. I have a bachelor's from India. And yeah, I'm, I'm an international student as well. I graduated from Seneca recently. That's and I'm, I'm looking for jobs in social media because I actually have a passion for social media. Sorry, I'm nervous. Of yeah, course. <laughs> Who would like to be next? Yeah, I can go next. Um, well, hi everyone. My name is Rosie. I'm from Mexico. I'm also a recent graduate from Centennial College. I have a bachelor in marketing and I came here to study advertising strategy. Um, I've been working in marketing for, well, my experience like for two years, but right now I'm working in social media marketing. Um, I'm working as a freelancer, but I'm open to uh, start working full-time, hopefully soon. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Okay, so that's leaving me. Um, so my name's Nusha. Um, I'm a fourth year student at York University, um, completing my bachelor's in commerce, and I'm doing my honors in marketing. Um, so I started off as a finance major, and then I took my first marketing class, and then I was like, I instantly knew this was something I wanted to do, like, professionally my whole life. And so I went to my counselor the next day, and I was like, change my major. <laughs> um, so I'm really involved in the York community. Uh, I'm the co-president of the Finance Students Association and the Director of Public Relations at the Marketing Students Association. Um, and I'm currently also a freelancer doing social media marketing, but I really wanna get into like marketing in the tech and gaming industry because it's something I'm really passionate about and I'm like a geek gamer type of person, <laughs> but I'm also very like open to trying new experiences and challenges as long as it like helped me enhance my ability as a marketer and like uh, a skilled individual. And I'm just super excited to be here with you guys and have some cool conversations. Awesome. Yes, um, maybe Cynthia, would you like to introduce yourself one more time for us for the Journey Hub podcast? Sure. Um, first off, thank you so much. I feel honored to be your first guest and uh, congratulations for continuing this amazing podcast. Um, happy to be in, in the presence of such amazing students and amazing, you know, new generation ahead. So uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to be here. Um, but for those of you who don't know me, my name is Cynthia Rubino. I am the founder of a company called Citrine Consultancy. Uh, my journey began uh, over 20 years ago, uh, and I am a York alumni. 
Uh, I went to York University and I um, had a double major honors in psychology and mass communications. Hence, uh, you'll see how both of those actually came into play throughout my future. Um, started my journey uh, on the agency side, um, born and raised at Cassette, say that all the time, was there for about 15 years uh, on the planning side of the media department and then moved over to Omnicom and uh, worked at a company called Novus and headed up the media investment. So I had a lot of, a lot of experience in terms of um, all types of clients, but uh, my journey wanted to, to end because uh, I wanted to take care of the people. And so uh, I shifted gears, I launched my company, and my two pillars are educate and I advocate. So from an educational standpoint, I teach at Sheridan College. I am a professor there and I teach advertising and marketing. Uh, in addition, I do podcasts and I do panel uh, speaking engagements as well. And I advocate, I'm a huge advocate in terms of mental health diversity and inclusion. I have uh, sat on the Ad Club of Toronto board where I was the newspaper day chair. And then I moved into the director of giving where I launched an initiative called Mindful Morning. Uh, currently, I am a committee member uh, at the NABS uh, uh, Association uh, within our industry, which is the Central Advisory Committee, again, looking at well-being. Uh, at Sheridan College, I also sit on the well-being in the classroom. So you get to see that you know, wellness is in, is in me. Um, I am a life and wellness certified coach. And most recently, well, actually last year, I launched uh, a podcast, I guess a chat series, if you will, called Stay Connected with my uh, peer, very good friend of mine, Boris Cho. And this year, uh, we launched another initiative called Hiring the Future, which we're going to talk about uh, in depth. And um, because I do believe that, you know, there's a gap between the classroom and the boardroom. And I know that a lot of students are having a hard time. Um, sort of making that connection or being able to get that that opportunity. Uh, so hence hiring the future. So I look forward to um, talking about that a bit more. And thank you for having me again, honestly, it's, it's a true honor. Yes, of course, we are happy that you're here with us. And uh, I'm sure all the students would love to learn more about the initiative. And that's exactly um, why we're here today too. So I think let's start with our questions. Uh, we will start with questions from Arvas. Okay, so my first question is, um, how do international students or graduates like me um, uh, increase their prospects of getting hired if they have little to no experience or let's say they have done internships or volunteering work? Like, what's your advice? Great, great, great question. I get that all the time. Um, so you, you need to understand that experience uh, never fails you, okay? So whatever experience you have is, is, is part of your story and you've earned it. You have to understand that obviously the Canadian media landscape is very different from country to country. In fact, even within Canada, the media landscape is different from English Canada or what we like to call rest of Canada versus Quebec. We are different from our U.S. counterparts. So as we get, you know, broader and broader, obviously the media landscape is different. 
But what you need to make sure and ensure is having transferable skills. Skills such as time management, right? Skills as in attention to detail. Skills as in, you know, uh, working to deadline. All those great skill sets are, are, are easily transferable. So regardless of where you are in the world or where you are in the country, that is going to be your story coming in to Canada. It is sort of opening the doors for your understanding of, of the space. So never, never think, oh, you know, I lived here, I worked here, so it's not, it's not feasible. It's not on par because our landscape is different, but it's definitely part of your story that you need to share. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the next question would be, could you provide us some with some tips regarding networking in the professional world? Like, I want to give a little bit of context with that. So I wouldn't consider myself as someone who's shy or who has some issues with networking in general, but when it comes to professional world, there's this sort of implication that I want something in uh, at the end of this conversation, right? So how do we do that effectively? So whether you are an introvert or extrovert, um, networking is very key, especially in the advertising and marketing industry. Um, what I would suggest is it's a lot easier to have a conversation with someone that is like-minded. So depending on what you enjoy in terms of your future career, your passion, I think you said social media, align yourself with those types of people that work in that type of space. You'll have more in common and you'll be able to have a natural conversation with them. You'll be able to create questions that make sense for both you and the other person. And you'll notice that your conversations will just become organic because you're on the same path. Um, LinkedIn, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. I always tell my students to create profiles and to start researching. Start, start connecting with people, but people with purpose. Don't just connect for the sake of connecting. Get to know these people. Dig deep. Understand what it is that you can ask them. A great way to ask people and an easy way to ask people is by attending events. Now everything is virtual. So you can do it at the comfort of your own home. And at an event, if there is a panelist that again, that you're like, oh, I can really make a connection. I like what that person said. I like where they're working. I like their work. Reach out to them through LinkedIn and say to them, I saw you at this event. I enjoyed it. You know, can I have 10 minutes of your time, five minutes of your time? Would love to ask you for the questions if possible. But my suggestion is always reach with purpose, right? So how did you see them? Where did you see them? Why? And what is it that you want from them? On our end, we know, I get a ton of people asking me, can I speak to you? Can I speak to you? Can I speak to you? But what really resonates with me is when they actually know who I am and they actually know what the connection is between me and that person. It means that they're doing their homework a little bit more. So you don't have to be an introvert or an extrovert or shy or not shy. 
what's more important is that you do your homework and you get to know exactly the person that you want to meet. You never know, right? Nowadays, the connections are a lot easier to make. So take advantage of that. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering those questions. Yeah, that is a question. Point. I just want to say before people move to different questions that uh, those are amazing, really amazing points. And there are a lot of events that you can find on LinkedIn too. So when you follow mm -hmm. people, you will see that there was Canadian Marketing Association, I think they had events and there was some event that you participated in today. Since I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I just I just came off of the call. It was um, ICA. ICA did a so here's a plug out to ICA. Um, ICA did a fantastic seven week seven week series summer camp series and 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 they had a had a, a plethora of, of uh, conversations. So today was their last. It's funny because um, I, I ended off the ICA's summer camp and I'm 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 starting yours. So that's that's pretty ironic. But um so so today's session was about networking and personal branding in the industry. So that as an example, right, is is a great way to connect and and also see what other people are asking and and also make connections that way. But for me, events is probably the easiest way. Yes. If I can just add my two cents here. Uh, I'll just quickly add a couple of cents of mine. You know, uh, I completely second the thought that Cynthia just mentioned here. And I'll just advocate the part of LinkedIn here. Reason being, I'm a live example. I got my co-op from LinkedIn. I got my first job through LinkedIn. Uh, because of this, you know, this digital age, where we are living everything in this pandemic you cannot go to the live in-person events you have to have a very strong hold in terms of your you know digital presence how you're going to leverage that so you need to have the linkedin very strong you need to have that clarity in mind that what you want to showcase as your personal branding so that is what i just wanted to mention because i'm a real example here and what cynthia mentioned just you know clicked on my mind so i just wanted to quickly bring it up yeah over yeah. to you jarina thanks yes yeah. of course let, uh, we will not have a lot of time left, so let's move to our different question and i have so much to say but i will wait <laughs> till later <laughs> so rosie i think you're yeah well, my question was actually very similar. Um, it was like about how to network on LinkedIn. Um, for me, it's been a little bit challenging. I, I have messaged a couple of people, but I feel maybe I'm not doing the right way. Um, so, how, I mean, you just shared, how would you message, how would you message someone on LinkedIn? Yeah, so, so I guess, um... I'm, I'm just going to change the question a bit, actually, if that's okay. So, so yeah. tell me, what, what have you been doing that you feel is not working? Um, I feel I, I have tried to connect with people that we have something in common. For example, like I am from Mexico, so I reach out to people that are from Latin America that are yeah. working here in the marketing business. And I have the opportunity to talk with just like one of them and I have reached out to like probably five or six um so i i don't know if i'm probably like doing something wrong if i'm approaching them in the wrong way um so yes okay so so um 
you know, I don't, I don't think you're doing it the wrong way. Um, mind you, I don't, I don't know what language in terms of, you know, content you're using, but, you know, first and foremost, that's a great connection in terms of ethnicity. Mm -hmm. um, um, that's, that's, that's very key, especially now with the pandemic, you know, we sort yeah. of need to, to connect with those. Um, so that's a great way. And, you know, I think, I think, as I mentioned before is try to envision yourself at an organization. Cause I think you too were wanting to do something with, uh, social media. Um, so, you know, what, what organizations do you think you can connect with? Is there, is there anyone who's doing great work? And that's what I do, you know, on a daily basis, I am scouring LinkedIn to see who's doing what. And, and it's interesting. Um, and you'll find out a lot of information about people, about work, and it's important for you to follow people or organizations and see what they do. But, you know, the common theme is that just, just continuously reach out because people have, you know, a, a little bit more time than, than, than what we had before. Mind, you know, everyone now is probably thinking how they're going to go return to office or, you know, what have you, but at the end of the day, when you make that connection, be clear and, and be concise, right? What's the yeah. purpose of your connection? So think about what is it that you and I have a connection on, whether it is ethnicity, whether it's school, whether it is the, the work, and what is it that, that they can do for you? And you can say, you know, do you have five minutes that, that I would love to ask you the question? Or you can simply say, you know, here's my question. Can you kindly respond and see what happens? Okay. And okay. if not, awesome. then connect with me and, and and we can talk offline and I'll help you. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, and my next question will be, uh, how would you advise an international candidate um, to get their international experience recognized? How would I, how would I ask them to get their experience when they're no, here? Um, no, I mean, for, I will put myself as an example. I work at Deloitte back home and I have a really hard time getting um, a job opportunity in here because I often go ask if I had like any like Canadian work experience. Right. So they even though I had like experience back home, I felt, mm, I would say most of the people didn't recognize that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And it's, it's similar to the first question, which is, it is not, it's, so it's not the same, right? Because mm -hmm. the landscape is, you know, completely different. Yeah. And so you need to recognize that, but maybe you say that, right? You say, I understand that the media landscape is different. However, I believe that that I can transfer these skills over, right? And kind of yeah. do the work for them and, and point out what it is that you're able to offer that that company or that that team or that role, right? Because okay. often make sure that when you are on an interview that you do your homework. So make sure you read the scope, right? So what is the requirement of the job? What is the job role? literally what I've been telling people is print it off, go old school and start circling the words that are coming out. Those are what they're looking for. And that is what you need to establish to them 
during the call or during the interview or during the or, or on the cover letter. Pick out those buzzwords and, and be able to showcase your work because you can do the job. Our job can be taught, right? But what cannot be taught is, is your, your personality, is, is who you are. So I'm not going to hire someone who is lazy, who really doesn't want to learn, who doesn't have the passion. I want to hire someone who's hungry and, 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 and who's eager and who wants to learn. That's who I want to. Whether or not you have experience is a bonus. But I would rather hire somebody who wants to learn every single day. And so that's what you need to showcase. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Quickly, just wanted to add my point here uh, mm. to this point because yeah. I I resonate with what Rosie told you because I'm kind of in the same boat. I have experience of more than three and a half years back at home, and I was in a kind of similar situation as like you are. So it's really important to showcase what platforms have you worked or in, in North American language, we usually say channels or platforms, you know, mm -hmm. so you need to mention that, you know, channels do not change. It's the media landscape that uh, changes. So I have the expertise over the platforms. I do understand that this, these things are what I need to implement it. So mm -hmm. this is what you need to emphasize. Of course, the soft, soft skills play a very crucial role. They are at the you know, at a top notch. And then yeah. you can always say that, no, these are the platforms that I, I have the expertise and I can deliver it. And mm -hmm. also, also, also mention, try to brand yourself in a way where you can mention that I've worked for different markets if you have. So like, that is what my two cents over here, but great point, Cynthia, all, all, you follow her on LinkedIn and you'll, you'll, you'll surely have some great content that you, wanna, you, know, <laughs> uh, you want no. to have every day for sure. Excellent, excellent thoughts, you know, and, and in addition to that, I do want to say that, you know, depending on the experience that you have, draw from that experience. So if there's a project, if there was a plan, if there was whatever marketing execution, whatever it is that you worked on, draw on those experiences and take out what you've learned and say, I was, you know, I'm able to do this, I'm able to do that right? Because the skill is the skill. You then apply it, right? Yeah. So long as you understand the principle, you can then apply it and start understanding the Canadian landscape. In addition to that, I do want to make mention about certifications. Certifications are critical because it, it, it helps the employer, you know, understand that you get the concept, whether it's Google Analytics, whether it's Hootsuite, whatever it is right now, get certified as much as possible right especially now that it's virtual it's a lot easier to do and yeah. that way that kind of parlays you to our landscape because the our, our certifications are being taught against our landscape so if you have those certifications that is a bonus okay great that's great to know yeah thank you And finally, my York alumni, what do you have for me? Um, so my first question is, so you know how the world is changing rapidly every day and with new technology and like new innovation in the market. So I just wanted to know, like, um, what are some key skills, softwares or like technology marketing students or recent grads should consider learning for the workforce, like for the workplace to get job ready in a sense? For, for soft skills? 
any skills, softwares, or like technology they should be nailing on? I would say any any certifications you know that are out there. You know, listen, we we assume that you have your word and your your powerpoint and your office and all that fun stuff that's that's a given like you should be able to do all that stuff you know by now but as i was mentioning before you know anything that is being offered from a google perspective any social platform that is offering any certifications um any you know graphic any it it, it depends on your field too right so i think for you you had mentioned gaming um was sort of your 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 uh thing i i would what i would do actually is i would go to those organizations um who have those types of roles and actually review their their job descriptions and actually review what it is that they're looking for in terms of you know um skill sets and see if that matches up with you and if you are missing any of it especially within the gaming space get on it and get on it now. That way, by the time you graduate, you will have that already under your belt. And, and that is an easy, easy way because now everybody, if you haven't already noticed, that's why LinkedIn is blowing up. Everybody will say, I'm hiring and hiring. And they will literally include the job posting right then and there. So it's at your fingertips. And that's why I say it's important for you to connect with the organization and read up on the job role. The job role will tell you everything and it will allow you to understand whether or not you are a match for the role. And if you're not, why? What is it that you're missing from that job description? And for you specifically in terms of the gaming, it will tell you right away. So I 100% agree with you. I have actually tried to um, reach out to people working in the industry I want to be in. Yeah. Um, so far out of 10, one person has re responded, but you know, there's victory and everything. Um, I think so we need to have that. another discussion on, on, on why people are not responding. I want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why people are not responding. So that's another question. Okay. Maybe time or just they don't care to give back. I have noticed that a lot of people don't really care to give back. Okay. Um, but thank you for answering that question. Um, so I guess my second one would be, um, what resources do you use to keep yourself updated with like all the current marketing trends and data in, in order to like stay relevant and adapt quickly in the market? Yeah, LinkedIn is, is, is my source because I can get access to all of the organizations, whether it's, um, a strategy, right? Whether it's you know associations um, like ICA, for example, or or any association related to advertising and marketing, I follow them. I follow them and I read, 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 read on a daily basis, and I make it a point because I want to understand, you know, what's what's going on. Um, are there any concerns in the industry or, you know, what, what clients are, you know, making or, or breaking through? Um, and you can tell when there's a bit of an unsettledness because people will keep popping up the same message, right? So what is it? Um, and, and, and I also associate myself with, with other associations that have to do with people. 
right? That, that is as equally important to me as it should be for you. Make sure you align yourself with an organization that, that, uh, that, that correlates with your passions and values. So um, I'm, I'm now on a weekly meetup with an initiative by a person, um, his name is Mark Harrison, and he launched an initiative called Black Talent Initiatives. And the amount of tremendous amount of work that they have done is, is absolutely incredible. And, and, and I'm so blessed to be part of that because it allows me to learn um, another aspect of, of our industry and how perhaps I can contribute. So, you know, again, what I figure out is what is it that means something to me? Because you need to need to work authentically. If you don't work authentically in your day to day, then you will find it very, very difficult to get up and, and contribute. So that's why take a self-reflection, figure it out. What is it that you want to do? And then do your homework and align. Once you make that alignment, you'll see that things will start unraveling. That is a great point. Thank you. I actually, can I jump in quickly? And I, I actually have a follow-up questions on that. I know that a lot of students and like new grads and even people in the industry right now, they're just struggling to like get a job. And a lot of people are sick of their jobs because they've been doing it through the pandemic and they want to make a change or something. So I noticed that a lot of people um, are are really hard on themselves um, when they're doing job search and um, it is really difficult for them to deal with this you know like with a lot of no's uh, from recruiters and I understand that I've been there so what would you recommend to do to deal with that? Um, so you're not the only one and you won't be the only one because we've all gone through it and you need to understand that this is not a roadblock Okay, you're not getting blocked. It's just a bump in the road and you just have to continue on. And oftentimes, you know, there's, there's a reason why um, you're not getting it. And, and maybe in the long run, maybe it's probably good that you didn't get it. But again, it's also self-reflection. So honestly and authentically think about, you know, why didn't I get that interview or what happened during the interview? What is it that maybe I said, or was I prepared for the interview, right? And again, you have to remember there's, there's the, the, the jobs nowadays, the job market is fluctuating like crazy. And the pandemic has done a number to everyone. It has allowed people to figure out or not figure out what they want to do in life. It has allowed them to, to say, is this what I want to do for the future? I don't know. And so now more than ever, I think everyone is trying to reshift, whereas maybe it was just a certain pocket, right? Or a certain, a certain time or a certain cohort that's trying to find a job. But I feel like regardless of your seniority, whether you're entry level, whether you're a recent grad all the way up to tenure, maybe you're finding a job. And so there's a lot of shifts everywhere. And so just don't worry, number one, because we can't go too far ahead. When you, be, when you think about too far in the future and you create what ifs, you're gonna create anxiety for yourself. And there's no need because we can't forecast the future. The goal is to stay in the moment. 
The goal is to be mindful of what it is that I'm doing right now. Okay. And just have faith and trust, trust yourself. Trust that you are a very key validated candidate that will get hired and you will align yourself with the right person. So are you going to get no's? Absolutely. Absolutely. You will get no's, but that will only make you tougher and that will only make you stronger, especially in this industry. You need to be resilient. And so have faith and confidence in yourself to know that if this doesn't work, okay, just got to keep forging, got to keep moving on and find the one that's going to make it work and that I'm going to be happy with. And that's also important. Please don't find a job just for the sake of finding a job. And I know that sometimes desperation comes into play. But you have to be honest with yourself. Are you going to learn? Are you going to grow? Are you going to be able to work with the person? Is your senior person someone that you can see as a mentor maybe? You have to make sure that, that it's important for you to find an employable connection. Don't lose hope. That is amazing. That is very motivational too. And I know, yeah. Um, yeah, for a lot of people who will be watching that, it is really, it was really important to hear that. So thank you so much for that. And um, yeah, I know when I was starting, I was in the same, I was in the same situation and I, I was at that time. Yeah, I was going for a job for the sake of getting a job, because if you don't get a job, you will be shipped back to Ukraine right away. So <laughs> that, that's how it works, unfortunately, uh, for international students. But yeah, by the time you just realize that you need to make right decisions and you need to evaluate with where you're at and where you want to go. So thank you so much for this. Um, I'd like to add one tidbit to that. So that's I am one of those people who get a lot of rejections. But the thing that we can like, so I heard that you can't control what's uh, beyond you. You can only control what's within you, right? So I shift the perspective. Now I treat the whole process like a huge A-B testing. Like I tweak everything here and there, try to make things better. Now things compared to, let's say five months ago, things are a bit better. I hear more. I still hear a lot of no's, but it's going up. So hopefully like, if I keep tweaking, one day I'll crack it and I'll finally land a good job that I would actually like. That's amazing. It. Good for you. Good for you. That's amazing. And yeah, you know, we need to be fluid. You need to be adaptable. Don't be so rigid, right? Don't, and, and don't, please don't be hard on yourself. Okay. Cause self-care is the best care. Yeah. So you may not have a good day. It's okay. It's all right. We're not all going to have good days. So the next day, we'll keep pounding the pavement. And trust me, it will happen. It will happen. Yes. No. I, I can just, you know, uh, sorry, please go ahead, Darina. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to quickly, you know, add on what Pawas just said that right now. I was in a similar boat, like what, where you are right now, because I was, you know, putting those resumes and I was go getting a lot of rejections. If I have a count, maybe 53 rejections that I had for getting my co-op, like, you know, I used to tweak it here and there. But what I realized after, you know, getting that co-op and getting the job in Canadian in industry is 
it's really important that you need to connect with people in order to move forward first of all and the second thing that i realized was instead of sending the resumes and cover letters to different places or different you know openings i would rather go into different events and connect with people that is where i am just thinking you know i used to find a lot of events where i can go i, I the first event that i went was everyone knows it it's the student day so uh, that was in person for me i was pretty lucky uh, darina has like she has also been there so uh, it's really important in this virtual world that you need to meet people before you need to approach them like for example if i know cynthia if i have met her before i can relate to her right uh, if you haven't met her for example someone was telling i think anusha was telling that she has sent like 10 resumes but she has got like or oh, 10 people she has reached out and she has got a one uh, reply so that's that's the problem you need to connect with the, those people uh, with that you know gaming zone who are featuring in those events so i i i'll rather put a lot of emphasis on chilling up with people making connections where you have spoken before putting that resume after because i was on the same board i did the same thing and this after i realized it that better to make that particular connection before reaching out to them and that's the best thing no great yeah bang yeah. on thank you so much for that and shares thank you and yes and farwas and shares thank you for sharing uh your stories too actually uh before we move for to our questions after questions uh, session i guess quickly i i think we all would love to hear more about your initiative hiring the future so ah, yeah. yeah absolutely thank you um so like i was saying um i noticed that there was a gap between the classroom and the boardroom is sort of how how i say it and what i noticed is that a lot of a lot of um new grads were having a hard time um sort of you know getting in um especially international students uh sheridan college has has a tremendous amount of talented international students and for whatever reason uh we're not we're not able to to sort of you know get in so having that understanding but more importantly having having the personal experience of of hiring people on the other side i really wanted to to help i noticed on linkedin that it just exploded where everyone was saying i, I need this i need this I'm, i i you know i need this person i need this person but then on the other side i'm hearing all these recent new grads or 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 just emerging grads reaching out to me saying I can't find anything or I need an internship and I and I'm thinking what's happening because I I can read it and then I hear it. So what hiring the future is is it is not a job board. We go beyond your CV and we tailor and customize discussions. Your CV kind of talk about your future, right? We looked at your LinkedIn and you know if I had say like the three of you I would probably want to know a lot more about how you're reaching out to people or who you're reaching out to. So we would literally have personal discussions about this so that you grow and you understand. So I want to create employable connections that matter so that when you go out, you're prepared, you're confident, 
you feel good about yourself, you feel good about your skills, and you're excited. You're excited to potentially work for that organization that is looking for someone perhaps like you. And so hiring the future, it really, really is unique where we're able to, to have that one-on-one -on -one time with you and actually make it about you, not just, okay, here's another job and here's another job and here's another job. Because what you learn from hiring the future, I want you to take for life because I want you to last within this industry. And I want you to be able to, to, to do it well, but to do it under the guidance of someone who's lived it, someone who's breathed it, and someone who understands you because I've been with you, but also on the other side as well. Yeah, this is amazing initiative and uh, we'll definitely share it as our community too. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are struggling and I think you found the right place for that, you know, like something something that really connects and employers and students. And um, I agree with your point that this is the skills and this is the drawings for life because yes, we want you to like, you would want to stay in the industry and uh, when usually you reach out to someone, they will maybe help you with a resume. Maybe even they will even do that for you. But at the same time, you're not learning. It's not. It's not this actual skill. It's more just uh, something that you already have, and then you will need to tweak in two years if you will be in a job for two years. So I think this amazing initiative is is amazing <laughs> and yes uh please check it out later and i will definitely share it with our community too thank you yeah yeah no i you know i just want to echo what you say it's um you know it's kind of like um i don't know maybe uh swimming or something uh swimming is like a life skill right um your job your future the way that you present yourself in an interview even the way you write an email, it is so, so important because, you know, you're not there to, to present yourself. You're, you're, I know right away when I read emails, whether or not it's professional, whether or not this person has done their homework, so on and so forth. And, and that only comes with, with expertise and time. And so you need to understand that there's certain cues, there's certain ways that you approach, there's certain ways that you write a cover letter resumes, all that fun stuff. And that is the stuff, the life skill that you're going to take moving forward because you're not going to be in the same job forever. So you're going to go back to how do I find a job? And then you're going to remember, oh, right, I can do this, I can do that. And then you, you know, slowly but surely, you're, you're going to be able to do it even more naturally, that it becomes more organic to you. And so that's what I want to teach is that, is, is, is making sure that I set you up that I open the door because I have, I have a lot of employers calling me saying they have opportunities, right? So I have opportunities and now it's it, higher in the future connects the employer to the candidate, but I want to make sure that the candidate's ready before they see the employer. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. I, I, I agree. And uh, yes, please uh, check it out. And uh, for you, if you're looking for a job right now in marketing advertising, I'm sure that will be 100% uh, something that uh, you would need to see. So thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Absolutely.
the best part is you know if you're in any kind of marketing industry like for example anusha is from she likes like gaming and you know in that technology world uh cynthia would be the right person reason being why i say that because 20 years of experience in the canadian advertising industry you know she's an herself a veteran the kind of connections that she might have we cannot imagine you know because i actually do i actually do when it comes to gaming because as soon as you said gaming i i know who to connect you with right away <laughs> um but no thank you for saying that you're absolutely right my network um but that came with a lot of a lot of relationship buildings right i was where you all were and that took a lot of time for me to build relationships and secure those connections and i had to do my homework right i had to do my work too but yes absolutely and thank you for bringing that up is you know when when you come aboard um uh as as being a member of of hiring the future you are able to tap into my network which is great which is what i want and that's how we help that's that's the whole thing right making employable connections matter yeah i mean uh, i i completely second those words because i have seen myself gaming people in the student day i like there have been gaming events that were going on after the student day so i i i've been there so I've been invited, though I'm not a gaming person, so I wasn't able to join them. But the other thing that I also wanted to mention to all of you present here, all of all three of you, that remember that Canadian advertising industry is very small. It's closely connected. Everyone knows everyone else. <laughs> so uh, the kind of experience that Cynthia, um, uh, uh, you know, brings and what I just mentioned is too much because that. Our advertising industry is so closely bonded that uh, you can you can easily tell that you know this person is going to move to this place. Oh, I know this person too. So it goes on. It's that kind of chain which is yeah. never ending. And this is so small that you don't know when you're going to meet with her again. Maybe you know working under her, or maybe you know working with Jarino, working with myself. So it's so small and it's so good. And I love the, about that, that it's the best part that everyone knows everyone, uh, like what he or she is doing. So, yeah. Hang on. It's a very incestuous, small, small world. So, you know, I currently worked on a project and I worked with these people back in 2012 and I'm reconnecting with them again. So it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it's important, you know, your brand, your, your integrity will go a long way. So that's why it's, you know, to be authentic, to be kind, not only to yourself, but to those that you work with or you work for, because that's what's going to resonate within the industry is the way you treat people. And more importantly, you need to treat yourself properly because it is, it can be a very rigorous role. It is not a nine to five role, right? We, we are in a customer service-based industry, advertising market. It never stops. It keeps going. You're all constantly troubleshooting, right? Not everything is going to work to its, you know, 100%. So you need to ensure that you refuel, that, that you have your, you know, self-care. And this is where my wellness comes in. And, and I've seen it. Right. The reason why I, I'm, I am a mental health advocate is because I've I've experienced it on all aspects 
of the job. And so I know firsthand, and I don't want anyone to go through what, what I've seen and, and, and experienced. And, you know, ensuring that the longevity, so it's one thing to get a job, right? But then you got to keep the job. And then you got to be happy within the job. And then you got to stay within the industry. So that's why I'm saying that it's really important to just put, continue to work on it. And, and when that role comes up, you will know. And within that role, just do, you know, sort of check-ins with yourself and be able to ensure that, you know, you're doing well. Because if you're not doing well, and you can't, you can't contribute to the organization. So it's that important. Is, that is amazing. Can I, I know that we went really over time, but uh, I just, I was so enjoying this conversation. I don't know. I hope you yeah. guys do. Uh, can I quickly uh, ask follow-up question? And if someone has any, we'll finish it up soon. Uh, so just a follow-up question for what you just said. When do you think when you already got a job and let's imagine you all got a job you've been working and it's been amazing. When do you think, and I know you have a lot of experience, so I think you might be able to answer that question for me. Um, when do you realize that it's time to move and uh, grow? Because a lot of people, what I notice, they, they're hesitant, you know, like about moving somewhere. Am I going to get a better experience? I'm happy here. Like, what am I supposed to do? So how do you determine... Um, you should stay or you should go or how do you understand am i still growing or not what do you think of that yeah so excellent question um okay number one is is sort of your intuitive voice saying oh i don't know i'm, I'm kind of whether whether it's boredom whether it's okay it's it's becoming like routine now and i'm not really growing and you know, you're sort of hitting the plateau. Um, and it also depends on what is it that you want at the time. So do you want to get promoted? Uh, is your organization providing you opportunities to grow, to learn? You want to make sure that you're consistently going like this and not going like this. And, and you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes it's very hard to leave a pace because you love the people and you love your clients. But if you're going like this, it's time. And don't worry about the people because we're so heavily connected that that's not going to go away. What's important is that you're growing as a person and that you're learning because that will make you more valuable to your next employer and your next organization that you're working for. If you keep doing the same things over and over and over again, you're not given opportunities or projects or you know, uh, working on different things like a launch or uh, a smaller client, larger client, whatever it is, if you're getting boxed or, or, or on the flip side, maybe you don't like the culture, maybe you don't like like you know, your values are not, are not aligned with what they're doing, it's time to go. And as much as it's hard, and it will be because I had to do it, it's important. And there's a whole new world for you to grow and learn. And you'll see that you'll catapult. Now, the one thing I do want to say is please don't leave 
for money. And I know that's kind of hard. So, you know, if an organization, you know, gives you X amount of money, I want you to look at the opportunity. Are you going to have opportunity to grow into another role, right? Are you going to have opportunity to be able to work on different things? Be mindful that if you are given a lot of money, that comes with a lot of expectations. Do you want that? Don't set yourself up for failure for money because money will come. I can reassure you that it will come. The best thing to do is suit yourself up with all the opportunity, all the growth. And you will see that, remember those people that weren't calling you? Well, people are going to now start calling you because now you have all this value to give back because you've been able to grow and learn in different opportunities. But if an organization is treating you well and they're allowing you to grow and you're getting paid competitively, then there's no need to go. Thank you. I Very think cool. that was a really important for a lot of people to hear. Yeah, yeah. good question. Great points. I just wanted to, you know, I know there's the longest episode that we have ever done in the journey of, uh, you know, whole ever series that we had till now. It's it would be the uh, <laughs> longest episode. So I just quickly want to wrap up. Uh, before I wrap up, I want to ask one last question with Cynthia since I had a did not have any kind of chance here. So I'll ask that question on behalf of everyone here because there's a there's a kind of question that I receive over my LinkedIn too. So for example, Cynthia you know any of us uh, know anyone of us for example i know jarina and i know she works but i know only through a, an event and i haven't worked with her ever or i haven't you know worked on a project with her so uh, i asked jarina to give me a referral to apply in her company so how should i do that if i had a chance to do that for example let uh, let us take this thing that uh, i have worked i have had a chance to meet with Jarina during an event where I have, you know, we had a good conversation. And if I want to approach her in order to get a job at her company, because I see her opening. So how do I approach her in order to get that? What would be the best medium? That's a great question. Uh, another great question. Um, so, you know, references are pretty delicate and I'll tell you why, because, you know, your reputation, your word is on the line and so you know you have to make sure that the person that you're asking you've had dialogue with them in depth i know and i'll be very honest with you that i've had to decline uh, a couple of people uh, in the past because i did not feel that they were prepared enough for that role that they were going into because that was my reputation on the line. But I would suggest that A, you pick someone who obviously knows you, at least, you know, fairly, fairly well, and that you set aside some time and have a discussion, an honest conversation with them so that they have the ability and opportunity to understand what is the role, what is it that, that, that you wanna do. Unless it's a very, very, very close, close, close person where, you know, you know them and it's like, no doubt, um, not a problem. But if it's someone that, you know, your highs and buys, then I would definitely schedule a time and, and have a very, you know, 
nice, honest conversation with them. Great, great, thank you. Thanks for that, Cynthia, I really appreciate it. Yeah, Abba. Yes, no, thank you so much. And I think we will be finishing up. And as Ashir said, really, it is the longest and the amazing discussion episode that we ever had on Journey Hub podcast. And I'm sure that people will listen to the end because there were so many amazing points and yeah. regarding in job search and when you're in a role and even specific to some of our students who join us today. So, uh, yes. I think that, yeah, we can finish up now. And I just wanted to say from myself and from uh, our team that we are really thankful for you all to join today. It's been incredible to hear uh, in your journeys too, uh, and Cynthia's journey and what, he, what you've done and your students' journey too. Uh, and I'm happy that we had a chance to chat together today. And yeah, I hope you'll stay connected and uh, we achieve what we want to achieve in this industry. So thank you so much all for joining us today. Great, excellent, excellent opportunity. Thank you so much. Great job, great job. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. It was really nice to meeting you. Nice. Yeah, same. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for inviting us. Of course, no, thank you so much all for joining and uh, Let's stay connected and yes, we, we will um, talk about you a little bit on our LinkedIn and we hope uh, we all will stay connected in the future. Thank you so much again. Okay. Yes, and thank, I will have you. You. thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Bye. 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 B